0: Sean Callahan with Husker Online and we continue our in-depth look of the Nebraska football team as we're previewing the different position groups uh, with ABM and today we're taking an in-depth look at Nebraska's tight end room as it's a deep room. It's got a lot of guys coming back that have played in different roles at Nebraska. Let's welcome into the show, uh, first we've got Travis Volkelec uh, kind of leading the way of this room, and Chris Hickman, uh, another veteran, Nate Borkatcher, who came out of the scene last year. And I, I joked off air, Chancellor Brewington, you're kind of a, a social media sensation um, <laughs> with, with the, the block. I mean, you guys are laughing over there, I mean, <laughs> but I was telling him in the press box, when this guy – Put dudes in the dirt, like I mean, everybody would be like, "Whoa!" I mean, <laughs> do you guys have some fun uh, watching those replays um, oh, nice. w- with some of those blocks Chancellor Brewington made for you guys last year?
4: Yeah, we, we watch uh, replays over and over. Um, coach Beck, you know, he's a great coach. Uh, just up there replaying it back and forth, looks at looks at uh, all of us, asking us why we can't do that sometimes. So, um, you know, Bruce a great player, and uh, we're pretty lucky to have him on our team.
0: You were a wide receiver, right, at one time before? Mm-hmm. Yep and, and you, you just kind of grown into a tight end?
2: Yeah, with the help, I mean, really with the guys, but also Coach Beck, um, he's a very detailed coach, so he's definitely got, my, got me on my P's and Q's. Well, Travis, you're you're the leader of this room. You're a
0: six-year <clears throat> senior. Um, you got your dad here coaching you your final year at Nebraska. Um, when you look at this year for you, I mean, you could have gone pro and, and gone that route. You wanted to come back and kind of finish things up. Uh, why'd you come back, and how fun is this year gonna be for you uh, getting the chance to be with your dad for your final football season on Nebraska.
4: Yeah, um, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to, um, you know, play for my dad or have him on staff or as an analyst and stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to that. It's been a lot of fun so far, um, and, you know, it's been weird seeing them all over the stadium and stuff, but, you know, we, we've had a great time with that. And then, um, yeah, like you said, came back from my sixth year, um, wanted to be around these guys for one more year. You know, great group of guys, um, not only in the tight end room, but the whole offense and the whole team. Um, just a bunch of great guys who, uh, you know, just want to go out and uh, win football games. And, you know, going through different um, – you know, there were different options um, when the season ended and a couple of injuries that happened. Um, decided it was better for me to come back, um, give it another, another year and, you know, hopefully give me, uh, give me another chance next year uh, to go pro.
0: Do you call him dad? Do you call him coach? Uh, dad,
4: all the time. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll mess around. The other, uh, the other day we were messing around and I'll call him coach and kind of in a sarcastic way, but um, it's, all, it's all fun and I'm really happy he's here.
0: Chris, obviously, you had um, some moments last year. You had a big big play at Buffalo and some other games early on. You battled some injuries on and off. Uh, but th- this is obviously a, b- a big opportunity for you. Um, how excited are you to, to move into the role you're moving into?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be able to do that. Uh, last year, I kind of got hurt and didn't get to do as much as I would like. Kind of helped me back. But this year, I'm hoping that I get to get on the field a little more and just play with these guys.
0: What about you, Nate? I mean, you were kind of right man, right time, right place, and, and you've taken advantage of that. And, you know, you got on the field at Oklahoma in and, and some of these early games and, and made some plays, um, and, and you've taken advantage of those opportunities. How, how has that gotten you ready for where you're at today?
3: Um, yeah, I was – I feel like last year I was more of like a depth guy, just kind of adding depth, like, you know, going if we needed me. But um, I think this spring I, I developed, um, obviously, with these guys getting hurt um, – it was a great opportunity opportunity for me to uh, just develop my skills and and you know learn a little bit of like leadership roles and and different things like that.
0: Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right a company that sells phones, wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. And Chancellor, your story is unique uh, because you transferred um, from an FCS school. Was it Arizona? Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona. Um, How did you even get to Nebraska? Like, how did all of a sudden, like, I'm going to walk on at Nebraska from an FCS school. I mean, how did that even go down a year ago?
2: Uh, Well, my uncle Toby Wright played here, and that's obviously uh, Javen Wright's dad. So the connection there, um, a lot of AZ guys on the team. And, um, yeah, it just kind of happened naturally.
0: And not only did you come in as a walk-on transfer, but you got on the field last year. I mean, how, how were you able to kind of break through in a new locker room that had a lot of NFL t- talent at the tight end position?
2: I um, just come in and just work every day. Um, treat it like, you know, you're a professional and um, the pieces fall where they're supposed to.
0: Travis, when you look at this offense now um, with Mark Whipple running the show, what is the biggest difference for the tight ends? Uh we you know, you look at his film at Pitt, it looks like it, it's a very tight end friendly system.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's differences from the offense last year. There's similarities too. Um obviously Oz had a great year last year in the offense that we were running. Um there'll be just as many if more not Uh, opportunities for us to go out and make plays with you know one tight end on the field two uh, maybe even three I don't know Um, Mm -hmm. but there'll be uh, plenty opportunities for us to go out there and make plays.
0: Yeah could Teddy Prohaska put on that tight end jersey (laughs) into or that that was a one game deal?
4: No we'll
5: see Uh, you know Teddy's a great player so.
0: What do you like about the offense Chris just kind of where it's heading with the tight ends?
5: Oh yeah I mean I just think that uh, it's given us more of an opportunity to be involved with the offense I mean we're getting to work a lot more with our o-line our receivers our quarterback so like we're actually becoming more of a unit so we're getting like a more involved role like in the offense
0: nate can you guys flex out a lot too or i mean how, how different how are they using you in different ways to maybe find matchups
3: yeah we uh flex out a lot and we can run a lot of routes but then we can also line up on the line of scrimmage and and uh move some guys And i think that is good for our group, our personnel as well, because I think we have a very versatile group. And I think all of us can can move some guys on the line of scrimmage, but then can go make a play um, in the open field.
0: And, Chancellor, for you, how do you kind of take that next step and kind of become more of an every-down guy where you can get on there and find different roles? Uh, we know your your best role right now is putting dudes in the dirt in the goal line, uh, but obviously I'm sure you want to do more than that in Nebraska.
2: Yeah, I'd just say, um, first of all, that goes with uh, putting on weight. Um And then next, just learning everything because during season last year it was kind of a roller coaster, learning new plays. There would be new plays every day. Um, But, yeah, that just goes with knowing the system, being comfortable, and playing confident.
0: you got a lot of newcomers on this team, 15 transfers, three JUCOs, 33 new incoming scholarship players. I haven't counted walk-ons. That's the most ever at Nebraska. Travis, you're an older guy on this team, probably going to be a captain or one of the leaders for sure of this program. How do you rein all this in because – It's a lot of new personalities and there's some big personalities that have come into this program. How do you kind of rein that in and and make sure things stay right in Nebraska?
4: Yeah, you know, when uh, the new guys step foot on campus, we welcome them with open arms in the locker room. Try to get to know the guys, um, you know hang out with them outside of football, hang out with hang out with them outside the facility, uh, get to know them as people. Um, and I think, you know, developing relationships with the new guys on the team, um, you know, is huge. You know, getting the trust between one another um, and then just having guys, you know, just be around each other. Um, we're around each other every day in the weight room, on the practice field, doing stuff like that. So uh, it's it's a little different, um, you know, from the start with all the new faces and stuff. you got to learn guys' names and stuff like that. But, um, you know, once once they get here, we'll, we'll get to know them and, um, you know,
5: things will be going well.
0: Chris, what do you think of that?
5: Uh, yeah, I also think the best uh, thing for everyone to do is just get around them as much as you can it makes it a lot easier for their transition as well as ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you're just around them, you know who they are as a person and a player, that helps them come in a lot smoother.
0: How wild is this, though, with college football? I mean, that you can just bring in this many new players now year over Probably. year. year. I mean, this is a, kind of the new norm, it feels like. Every year you're going to have – eight to 15 transfer guys coming in, um, Your no job is safe, Man, look at the secondary, they brought in, what, seven or eight new guys at the secondary, and around Christmas, we didn't know there was gonna be seven or eight new guys coming in the secondary.
3: Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, just going around, it, it's good to, uh, like, just go up and start up conversations. Like, they're all good guys, and from, what we've seen so far, they all look like great football players and will help this team move in the right direction.
0: And, Chancellor, you were a transfer a year ago, and so mm-hmm. you kind of know what it's like coming in as the yeah. new guy. Um, but for you, I'm sure, did you did you say, you know what, I want to prove myself, I want to play at the higher level? Is that kind of what drove you to want to leave the FCS to go to Nebraska?
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, just being confident in your skills and um, wanting to be able to showcase someone on a bigger stage. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of new coaches on the offensive coaching staff. The one that is not new is your guys' coach, Sean Becton. And, um, you know, you hear so many compliments about Coach Becton. And, you know, I've got to know him these last four years. And he's just a stand-up gentleman when you talk to him and just an honest guy, a great leader. For all of you guys, what what does Sean Becton bring? Why does he get so much out of all of you guys?
4: Yeah, I think, you know, the thing about Beck is he cares about us outside of football. You know, he's always asking – how things are going outside of practice, um, you know, and then we we have so much fun with him, you know. We joke around all the time. Um, he's not 100% serious all the time, so we can have some fun. Um, but you know, when it's time to be serious, he is. He's 100% honest with you. Tells you how it is, um, and uh, you know that's probably the biggest thing with me. And he's he's personable. You can talk with him about anything. So
5: um, that, that's what I really like about him. Yeah, I love how honest he is. Like whether you're doing good or bad, he's always going to let you know exactly like what it is that you're doing right or wrong and I mean yeah he's he creates a like a relationship with all of us like individually it's not just like oh we're his players we're also different like outside of football
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a
5: harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I
0: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech.
2: It opened up so many more doors. The
1: show is called The The Deal. Deal.
3: Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
0: Nate, it feels like he gives guys a fair shake too. Because when you come in as a walk-on, not every guy gets a fair shake. But obviously, you know, he saw something in you and he's like, you're going to play. I don't care. Scholarship, walk-on, you're going to get on the field and play.
3: Yeah, I'd agree. And, and. That's why I think he's a great players coach and he'll get to know you and he doesn't care about all that stuff. And you can't say enough good things about Coach Beck because you could go on forever. And and that's when it also goes on the field. He's very detailed and, and he really cares about getting the best out of us.
0: Chancellor, were you right in the tight end room right away or did you kind of go back and forth at the very beginning? Were you with Beckton from like day one?
2: Mm-mm, no, I, I, I didn't even know Coach Beck's name um, a week before I was in there. I moved... Uh, all right, day six of camp, day seven, when Trav had hurt himself, and then Hick hurt himself, and I'm pretty sure it was just, Nate was hurt too, yeah. You had to one <laughs> uh, day and yeah. so you know
0: you're <laughs> so, waiting for it get the Yeah, but,
2: I mean, we could literally talk all day about Beck, he's a God-fearing man, he keeps the main thing the main thing, but he also knows how to uh, transition through life with you, and I have real life conversations with you.
0: I asked some of the other guys that I've talked to on offense this question, Why is this offense going to be better, in your opinion, if you're trying to sell this to Nebraska fans right now?
4: Yeah, you know – Obviously, last year um, we had our struggles and stuff. Um, we got a bunch of new guys that came in and are going to have to, you know, help us out. Um, I think we have a bunch of playmakers. Um, you know, we've got great guys at the receiver position, running back position, tight end position, um, quarterback position, O-line. You know, there's been a huge improvement um, since last year. So, uh, you know, we're super excited to get things started here in about a month and a half with camp. And uh, you guys, will, you'll have to
5: wait and see. So,
4: we're Why excited.
0: Be better, Chris? What do you think?
5: Yeah, I mean, I just think that we, like over the years, like all the stuff that we've been through as a team, I feel like we're getting a lot closer. So I think like that is also going to play a big factor in
3: why we're going to do a lot better. Um, I like the uh, mixture between um, the transfers we've gotten, and then just like the new coaches, and then obviously the guys that are still here from the past. Um, Coach Whip has been around the game for a while, and I think he he really he really knows what he's doing, and he does it well. And then we got
2: some playmakers too. Um, I would say it was, it's a mix of everything. Um, Whip has an answer for everything. Um, and especially for the tight ends, we're going to be in so many different roles to where sometimes you not even know like who's the, the actual why or the actual uh, tight end. So, um, and like he said, I think the locker room is the tightest it's ever been, especially on the offensive side.
0: That dynamic with Whipple, Coach Whipple and Coach Frost, I mean, that's different. I mean, because Frost has kind of always been the top, top dog. And now he's got somebody that's right there with him calling the shots on offense and doing things. I mean, how have you seen it change? I mean, with, with a guy like Whipple, because it wasn't really that way before with the previous two offensive coordinators.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, Coach Whip has a bunch of experience. Um, and I think Coach Frost trusts him with the way he's doing. Um, so he's just giving him, you know, full charge to go out there and work with the offense and uh, put us in uh, situations that help us win.
5: So
0: Has it made Frost different from what you've seen, just like the way he operates, just having now true coordinator?
5: Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's pretty much about the same, but I think he's got, like, he's been able to bounce his ideas and they're both yeah. able to, mm-hmm. yeah. like, make their offenses one. So it's really changed. Kind
0: of blending yeah. to successful the the system of Frost with the system of what Whipple's done. Whipple's yeah. done. Have you seen that too, Nate?
3: Yeah, I've seen a lot of blending. I like how we have kept a lot of the same things from last year that worked really well, and then I, I see a lot of good things coming from Whips'
2: ideas. Yeah, we definitely have a mix of things we're keeping, things we're you know implementing that's new. Um, but I think it just frees up Frost a little bit more, um, seeing him smile a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: in general too, I mean, all the new coaches, other than other than Becton, I mean, does it just add a little bit more spice to the day to day? I mean, Mickey Joseph and I mean,
2: <laughs> um, you know,
0: Applewhite and I mean, Riolà. I mean, I know Riolà. He gets involved. Heard in the practice fights, he's right in there too. Getting mm-hmm. With the guy, I mean, he's. I mean, you got. It's just a different vibe. It feels like just with that offensive staff.
4: Yeah, the, all the coaches bring big energy every day. Um, you know, high energy. You know, practices and everything. Um, there's a lot of screaming going on. You no, know, not in a bad way, but good ways. Getting guys hyped up, getting guys excited. And you know, as a player, for me, when I hear that, you know, getting coached like that, it, it gets me excited. So I enjoy it.
5: And then, yeah, I mean, just the energy that they bring is. They don't let you lack energy ever, no matter what you're doing, whether you're in film practice, so lifting. So he's gonna
0: get on a tight end. They, right? <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not scared to get on anyone. They they bring energy and
3: reflect that on us. Just have to reiterate the energy. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's absurd. Um, you can tell a difference, and I think it. I think it's really helping getting the best out of all of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, what what do you, what do you see from that chancellor in your role?
2: Um, different. Um, different personalities than we had in the past. Um, But I think the guys are responding well, and I think that's really what matters. If the guys respond well to um, the energy and, um, you know, the hard coaching, I think uh, we'll be be able to play good.
0: One of the things the running backs talked about was behind the scenes. I mean, obviously some of the things are different with you guys, the way the programs run, more player-led things. Um, Speak on that, and, and, and what exactly are you doing differently than say a year ago and i, I get it, a couple of covid kind of limited player-led things the last few years but obviously it's different times now
4: yeah um you know we're doing our workouts in the morning then we'll go out to the field all player-led stuff um going out there through indy um doing walkthroughs of players um you know just just really trying to get the plays down uh try and get ahead right now so when camp comes around you know we're in the hang of th- or in the swing of things and uh things will be more smooth but um something i've noticed you know guys. Are excited to get out there and do stuff after um workouts. You know, guys wanna be out there. Um and uh you know it's gone really well so far.
0: Yeah, as far as the off season goes, guys, um, you know, film watching too is a big part of it. I mean, give us an idea like how much film, Travis, are you guys watching? What are you watching? You watching opponents, are you watching yourself? Are you watching Pittsburgh cut-ups of Mark Whipple? I mean, what, what, what all goes into, like, this the film study this time of year?
4: Yeah, you know, we're watching all different types of film. A little bit of Pitt. Um, you know, we're watching other tight ends as well. Um, you know, guys that got drafted last year watch a lot of, a lot of their film to um, try and see what they're doing that, you know, we can try and put into our game for this next year. Um, you know, and then we'll watch film, you know, from the spring game, from last season, um, just just watching technique, technique-wise stuff, you know, with footwork, striking stuff, um, you know, driving, um, and then route running, because Beck's huge on route running and details and stuff like that. Um, so that's something we're, you know, we're watching uh, quite often.
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, we try to watch as much film as we can. Normally, we haven't yet, but we normally try to get in there as a unit, as a tight end squad, and we like to go in there and watch film together so we can kind of not just watch ourselves and watch other people and critique it, but also hear feedback on how we did from our peers.
1: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N com.
0: Was that a big adjustment for you coming from high school, um, kind of studying film at that level?
3: Oh um, yeah, and, and especially the dif- main difference is how detailed you have to be compared to high school. Are you watching film, especially now that spring's over. We kind of went over all the plays, all the details, but now we're going over like all the very fine details and really critiquing.
0: Like, do any high school guys when they first get here know how to watch film? I mean, it seems like
2: mm-hmm. when you're in high school and you're mm-hmm. on, the,
0: like, you guys come in as the, the stars of your high school you don't really probably need to watch film. Did you watch like at that level?
2: No, I mean, we would go in maybe one day a week and watch film, but I mean, coming in as a freshman, you really don't learn how to watch film until year two, year three. And even now, like Coach Beck will like point stuff out and be like, oh wow, I didn't even realize that.
0: And like a false step or an inch or two, I mean, at your level of football, that matters, right? How much does that matter?
4: Yeah, every single detail matters. Yeah, if you're a step late or something like that, you know, you miss a guy uh, on a huge block. You know, they tackle a guy for a loss or whatever on third down. It's fourth down now, and um, so it's it's huge. You know, details are huge, and Beck just overemphasizes that on everything we do.
0: Well, let's look ahead now, guys. The schedule's coming up, um, and you open up in Ireland, and you know it's an exciting opportunity, but yet you know a lot on the line. I mean, it's a Big Ten West game. You're playing Northwestern. National television against Fox how exciting is this for all of you knowing that in a couple of months you're going to be on a plane to Dublin Ireland?
4: Yeah you know it's super exciting I know everyone in the locker room is super excited about it you know we're looking forward to it um, you know it, it's different I've never been outside the U.S. so I'm I'm really you know psyched about it and rumor has it we're staying on a golf course so I like that as well um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know uh, yeah we're we're super excited and you know uh, no, Northwestern—they're going to want payback for last year, so—and we know that. So it's a huge game, and we—we uh, we really want to start the season 1-0. Oh.
0: Chris, are you trying to find some fishing spots in Ireland? <laughs> I bet you could.
5: Uh, hopefully, we got time for some of that. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure they, I don't know what they catch out there, but I'm sure you'll figure it out.
3: Yeah, that'd be real fun.
0: How about you, Nate? I mean, what are you looking forward to? Just this opportunity for the program.
3: Um, I've never been out of the country, so I'm—I'm I'm just very excited for the experience. And um, I thought that one thing I noticed is that in a different environment like that which a completely different environment i think it's important for us to really lock in and uh, focus on the details when it comes to playing northwestern
0: yeah chancellor how did when you go out there i mean how do you make that type of game you know not a vacation because obviously you know a lot is on the line for nebraska football in dublin
2: yeah i would just say um even before we even get there make sure our mindset's right um Make sure the last couple of weeks of camps were, were focused on Northwestern and approach the season and, and making sure we don't uh, take steps back.
1: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements. Or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's l i b s y n ads.com. Well,
0: and in general the schedule, I mean the, the beginning part of it, there's obviously an opportunity to kind of get this thing started out right. How important is the, all of them are important, but the yeah. beginning of the year cuz last year you, you kind of saw what happened when you lost that Illinois game. Mm-hmm. It just the, the the confidence just wasn't all the way there, you know, after that loss and it affected the rest of the year how important is this the early part of this year
4: yeah i think it's huge um getting off to a great start you know just keep an incline so um you know guys really pumped for that first game you know uh, northwestern's a great team if we go out there and play our best football then um, we'll come out on top and then uh from from there on it's you want to go 1-0 every week and uh you know if, if we do that then the rest will take care of itself
0: yeah you think about last year chris what did you learn from that year just all the close losses and the and and heartbreak that you had to battle every single week after those games
5: yeah I mean we got it we battled every game and I mean I just think uh, we just need to figure out how to finish and actually start winning because I feel like once you get your momentum going and you start winning these games then that helps you push over the top and win those close games
0: and that you're a native Nebraska and just like Chris I mean for you being from Aurora how important is it to try to be the group that gets this thing back
3: yeah, it's very important. I think I think it starts in the off season too. Um, it's not just going to the mandatory things, it's going to the extra film, extra player led activities and I think that'll help us boost over the dead.
0: And Chancellor, finally what what do you what's gotta get done? Like what do you guys gotta do to get over that hump where you, you can finish a game against Michigan State, you can finish it against mm-hmm. Michigan and those types of games you guys lost a year ago.
2: Yeah, I think it, it started a while ago. I think it started really in January. Um, getting the guys back around and it's, it's details like we've been saying but it's also just playing football we can't we can't go around and and try to coach a, a crazy mistake that happened last year you know what i'm saying we just got to really just play football and um and approach every day like it's our last
0: well guys appreciate getting the chance to sit down with all you uh, i know you guys got a really busy summer of prep but uh, appreciate you guys again taking the time to sit down yeah thanks for having me thank us. you Thanks again to the tight end group as uh, that wraps up our look at Nebraska's tight ends heading into the 2022 season for Husker Online and ABM. I'm Sean Callahan.